Bianca Cotton, host of Behind the Confidence Smile, and I am here with special guest Heather Ireland Robinson today. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here, Heather. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. We are going to dig in becoming a mom at 40. Heather had her first child at the age of 40, you all. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) So let's journey back a couple of decades. When you were a little girl, did you always want to be a mom? I did. I did. I mean, I played dolls like so many girls did. And I just, I love the idea of having a baby. You know what I mean? And taking care of somebody and really just the whole picture of family. You know, I, I enjoyed being in my family, I have wonderful parents, fabulous cousins, an amazing brother. And I was like, I want to recreate this. And I looked up to a lot of mothers, a lot of women in my family or other mothers that I saw. So I, I did. I always wanted to be a mom. Oh, that's precious. Yeah, <laughs> so between that age and 40... <laughs> Right. <laughs> so what took so long? If what this was happened? Right. And when what I say, like, what happened is, did you journey on, like, okay, I'm going to choose career and mm-hmm. focus on building my life as a single woman, or are there no suitors? Mm-hmm. So, because you... You mentioned outside of this conversation you wanted to be married yeah, and yeah. have your family. Right. That I way. wanted that package. And I, I'll call it the full package for me because everybody's journey is different. That's not for everyone. But I definitely wanted that. And it wasn't a choice as I was growing into adulthood. It just kind of happened that way. I had many suitors. <laughs> I was, you know, actively dating and having a good time. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen, you know, if that if that's the path you want to take. But it just never clicked. Mm-hmm. No, it just never clicked for me in terms of I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. I want to have children with this person. But in the meantime, career-wise, I was studying theater. I got to get my master's at DePaul University. And again, you can do these things as a mother and a wife. But for me, it was just that path. I had a children's theater company. I did a little acting here and there. Like I had a good time. I was doing poetry with this theater company and became a vegetarian for a while. Like I was really exploring and actualizing who I wanted to be, which I think made me a better person and more prepared for marriage. Again, you ready to get married at 20, 30? That's fine. But for me, it it just wasn't happening. Mm. It just wasn't, it, it didn't happen. So what wasn't clicking with the suitors? <laughs> um, I just think there was something, maybe it's that thing you can't really put your finger on, but if you look at, you know, longevity, their willingness to commit, even if it's something you just feel like, this, you're not trying to be forever, and that's fine. Let's go have a good time. Um, it could be spiritual misalignment, you know, somebody not being that way. And as even as, this is funny, this is coming to me now, it was almost like I was forming a picture of the person who would become my husband. Maya Angelou has a poem. I hope it's her. And she says, get yourself together. Meaning she saw different parts of this perfect man in different places. Like, I saw your smile at the movies. 
<laughs> I heard your intellectual capacity somewhere at like these different mm -hmm. bits and all these men like could you just get it together in one so I could find this one person and so it's almost like it was forming like oh I think I want this okay well I don't want that I want this and then it formed into you know the husband that I was blessed with now so right. that just came to me that it was kind of forming all along like oh, no, no nothing bad but just no not that no that was cool but not Oh, this is it. This is what I this is what I was talking about. Right. So that journey of knowing what I wanted, learning myself, and then the person coming along that fit with that. Mm, that's good. And and as a child and then going through teenagehood, mm -hmm. young adulthood, mm -hmm. was forty the number like that's when I want to settle down. No, I mean, you know, my parents were very traditional. My parents got married in the late 60s. Mm. My mother was 22. My father mm. was 10 years older. That's another <laughs> That's another podcast conversation. <laughs> um, and they were married until his passing, you know, mm. 20 years ago. And they. it was a classic good marriage. And so when I was a child, I thought that was it. Like, mm. oh, okay, tw I'll get married at 22 and have my baby at 23. Even in college, I was saying that. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm almost 23 now. I don't see that happening yet. So, no, 40 was never the number until it was 40. And I was like, oh, it's oh, here we are. It's 40. Then, you know, what? what's it going to be? So, no, that was not the magical number. Wow. No. So, we know our bodies go through a lot of changes. And after the age of 35, I believe you become high risk. Yes, did you ever have any concerns about your fertility as you start to get into your 30s and you're like, I still don't have kids? I never did. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that isn't, um, you know, your mind-body connection, just knowing this is going to happen for me. Um, I was blessed with a wonderful pediatrician, Dr. Billy Wright Adams. You know, I would run into her every now and then, and she told me I was in my about in my 30s, and I was like, Dr. Adams, I ain't no problem. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she was like, you're healthy. She's like, I'm looking at you. Mm -hmm. You're healthy. Don't let, that, don't let that bother you. And then other doctors that I had would actually say, you know, if you got somebody now, go for it. But you're okay. You're healthy. So... Health has always been important to me. Eating, I mean, don't get me wrong, I drink my Cokes, I have my Happy Meals, I, I, have, <laughs> I enjoy my snacks, but a, a larger picture of health, mental health and um, physical health and eating right has always been important to me. So I always kind of knew I would be okay. Mm. I always knew that, that that wasn't the concern. Of course, it's in the back of your head. And now that you mention it, 40 probably was in my head for that, like, wait a minute. I can't just live forever off the fact that I like green juice and was a vegetarian t 10 years ago. That's not going to last forever. Right. But that coupled with, I feel healthy. I think I'm going to be okay. Mm. I want you to pull us into the world of the age of 39 mm -hmm. and the conversation we had about you making the decision mm -hmm. to say, okay, I am ready. Yeah. What was that like? So I'm 39 years old, I'm approaching 40, and I'm planning a huge 40th birthday party. I'm, re I'm excited, um, and I was just looking at my life, which is good, you know, friends, family, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, career was, was, was decent. 
And I said, what is it? Like, why, why don't I have that one thing that I've always wanted, which was a family and God and whoever you, that is to you. But God said clearly to me, you haven't asked me for it. And I was like, <laughs> and I realized that for the past 10, 15, however many years, I've been watching people in my circle get married. The invitations would come. Oh, yeah. My mother was a wedding planner. Mm. So I was <laughs> helping her and looking at all these ladies like, hey, congrats, you know. <laughs> um, and what God said was, you've been whining and crying about it, but mm. you haven't said to me what you want. And I was like, okay, Ooh. cool. Right? <laughs> when you get that message from God, you're like, okay, all right. And so I said, what is it? So I said, okay, God, by my 40th birthday, I would like a pair of gold hoops <laughs> and a son. I mm. bought my own gold hoops. And then I, I clarified what it was I wanted in this husband. I want, And this is, again, this is me. Everybody's going to have a different. And it wasn't a list like, they tell you to write in your journal, you right. know, which which can, which is effective. But I just said, what is it? What is the feeling that I want? I want key in the door at five o'clock. I want to. I want, honey, I'm home. <laughs> like he's here, right? <laughs> I want some kind of a leader in their field, somebody that has confidence and and you smiling because you know my husband, <laughs> right? Um, some kind of leadership or passion mm -hmm. for what he does. And for the community and for black people. And I like him also to be handsome and smart <laughs> and confident in who he is. And I was like, after that, I'm good. And a good provider. A good provider. And wants to be a father. And, y'all, weeks later, he appeared out of nowhere. I knew a couple of people. We found mm -hmm. out later that we knew some of the same people. Um and so I'm saying he came out of nowhere to give everyone confidence that if you're looking around at your current situation, like he's not he's not at the grocery store. Right. He's not in my Pilates class. He's not <laughs> on the train. Like, where is he? He could come out of nowhere. That's not up to you. Let the universe handle that. Um, and that's exactly what I got. That it is exactly what I got. And I have a bonus baby, my side of fries. He's grown now. Um, <laughs> he's really my first son because he's the one that made me a mother. And he's the one that helped me see this man that I met as a father. I think that so many people can relate to that. Yeah. Who may currently be single and want to be married or um, don't have children and would like children. Mm -hmm. What pulls you out of the moping? And ladies and gentlemen, anybody, it's not just marriage, it's anything in your life. Mm -hmm. Um you mentioned 40 and I was like, no, 40 wasn't the number. But now that we're talking, there was something about that. I'm not going to call it a cliff, but that moment on the horizon that was like, if I pass this, it's not going to happen the way that I want. And so I, I don't know. I think I don't, I don't know. I think it was something about that. Like, wait, if I don't do this now and I want it so bad and I know that it's meant for me, then it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen the way I want it. There's other options I've, I have friends who have adopted in vitro, you know, all kinds of varied paths to motherhood that work for each and every one of them. But I knew I wanted it like this. And I think it was kind of that, oh, I'm approaching that horizon. And once I pass that, it's going to have to be different. And I don't know what that is. So mm -hmm. I think that's what, what kind of woke me up out of it, so to speak, or just made me go, wait, okay, wait. 
it, and it was like that. It was almost like cold water in your face. Like, n- none of this has been working. Mm-hmm. All these other things that I've tried haven't worked. Okay, let me just, God, what is it? Mm. Not that prolific in other areas of my life and that clear, <laughs> but <laughs> for that, <laughs> for that, it worked. For that, it worked. For that, it worked. Mm-hmm. So, upon meeting your now husband, mm-hmm. right, what was that moment like? Mm. It was definitely those early conversations, those phone conversations where I realized, we both realized that we wanted the same thing. Mm. We were aligned in our vision for what we wanted next. And then those other boxes checked off. He's smart, he's intelligent, he's kind, he's a man of God. He's rooted in something that's beyond here. There was just some, Mm. I I don't know. That's, That's one of those things you can't put your finger on, but there was just something like, got it okay this feels right mm-hmm. and all these other things um fell into place as well and it was really that idea that we both want the same thing and and not just out of our families like for community mm-hmm. uh for black people for for life you know that's what clicked and that's what where the love came that was the fall in love moment mm-hmm. that's so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Corey Timms, host of In My Own Words. Tune in this Friday at 7.30 p.m. on Channel 19 as we hear the personal journeys of some of Chicago's most influential leaders. After the fall in love moment, mm-hmm. then you was like, okay, so I want a baby, like, today, like, <laughs> how... <laughs> The, okay, I'm 40, and it's time. You know Mm. what I mean? And then getting to know his son, who is now my son, you know, just that whole... The blending. The blending, which, again, is another another podcast, but it's work. There's ups and downs all the time, but just the, okay, this is is who we are as a family now. Right. And then other other kids are coming as well. Other people are coming as well. So I I totally get that and can relate to the blending because when I married my husband, Mm -hmm. I became an instant mother. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm curious to know from you, like, okay, I have a child now instantly, Mm -hmm. but I still have a yearning to carry my Mm -hmm. own. Things happened for Claude and I, and I keep saying my husband, my husband, Claude, (laughs) and I pretty quickly... I'll put it like that. <laughs> but but it happened quickly in the space of we are forming a family. Mm-hmm. And so we said, well, whatever happens first, whether it's pregnancy or getting married, you know, we just know we want to do this thing forever. And he's mm-hmm. four, three and a half years older than I am. So he's he was in his mind three and a half years ahead, like, I already see the whole thing. So whatever you whatever <laughs> you think, but I'm already there, which helped uh, that leadership and confidence helped me. Mm-hmm. It's just the kind of woman I am. I was like, okay, got it. I, I feel that confidence. And so because the pregnancy came so quickly, it was like kind of all at the same time. Like, Doreen, you get, you're getting a sibling. We're getting married. And thank <laughs> the Lord for 
Dorian's enthusiasm and love and mm -hmm. understanding and his happiness and his joy about everything happening, his ease into it, like, mm -hmm. okay, let's go. This is what we're doing. Because his whole world shifted. His whole world shifted. His whole world shifted. Um, and, and, and that's a daily understanding that I have to have. Like, hey, this, I came in here like, hey, y'all. And my energy being completely different from their energy. Again, another podcast of me being like, come on, yeah, we about to do the running man and eat, drink coffee and have a good time. Everybody like, oh, wait, hold. This is, this is our rhythm and how we do things. <laughs> like, got it. Um, so that, that was a lot of it, but, but that was, that was a good thing to happen at the same time, but it mm -hmm. definitely impacted our marriage. I can remember when, um, Damani, who's the first baby, yeah. was three. Claude and I looked at him and Claude was like, he is the embodiment of the age of our marriage. We're three. We're still running around, bumping into things as, <laughs> as a marriage. Can't talk. Look like you were talking, you know, I want to go skating. My aunt, oh, aunt, this is how I roller skate. That's the maturity level of our marriage. And I was mm. like, well, you're right. Because mm. we were st and still are at 13 years in, still getting to know each other. Yeah. We didn't have a year and a half a year, six months to get to know each other and figure out our rhythm. So we we mm -hmm. we did it as we went along. But we became bonded as parents immediately. Bonded as parents for Dorian, but also over a newborn. Right. And that's a way to get to know each other. Oh, Good it Lord is. Jesus, right? <laughs> it is. I, I mean, that's other stories about, you know, sleep training and, and crying it out. I remember one. And people's preferences, like, just let them sit there. You're like, no, I want to hold them. And he had been a parent. Right. So he was like, I, I did this, and Dorian's <laughs> alive and well and doing very well, but I needed to learn and have mm -hmm. my moments of being a mommy. And, well, this is new to me. I right. want all the outfits, man. I know we don't need 30, <laughs> but I want 30. And the pictures. The whole thing. The whole and some thing. of it was like, yeah, you're right. We don't need that. Yeah, you okay, I don't need that. But, you know, the learning experience. each other, like, okay, this, is, this isn't as exciting to you. It's very exciting to me. And like, all right, let, let's give each other space. So that wasn't just learning how to be parents. That was learning how to be husband and wife and build a household at the same time. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, a point I, I want to touch on a little bit is the blended family mm -hmm. piece. Mm -hmm. And... Did you ever imagine marrying a man who already had children? I didn't. I never imagined that. Um, in fact, it was on my list of mm, nah, not so much. Kind of in the middle. But again, Dorian made it easy. Claude made it easy. It was about it was about them. Mm. At that point, it wasn't about. Well, I said this isn't what I. It was no. This is this is them. You know, we didn't even have. Um, a big wedding, which was always in my in my mother's dream or thought. And I was so clear at one point, I was seven months pregnant, we were rehabbing the house, and I was walking into the room that was gonna be the baby's room, and it was toe to up, just dust <laughs> everywhere, and I was like, I don't want a wedding. Heather Ireland doesn't want a wedding. Like anybody that knows me is like, what do you mean? The last thing I wanted to think about was auntie or uncle so-and-so where they were going to sit and did they want fish or chicken and what color my girls were going to wear. Mm. I just wanted my family 
to come together and be healthy and whole and, and to walk us all through that and to get the house settled. I still had a, a small wedding and my girls wore a peach, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so we still had some of those, which, which I'm glad I did. But the most important thing was that the three of us, which was soon going to be the four of us, which is now the five of us, right. that we were okay. Mm-hmm. And and that that we were going to, I don't know, whatever those steps were, that we were going to do those properly. And a big party at the time was not a priority at all. Wow. So at seven months pregnant, you all weren't married yet? No. So okay. if I'm doing my timeline, we got engaged in April. Um, we got married in July. Damani was born in October. So I was pregnant. That's a quick timeline. It was. And 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 a lot of change at the same time. While we were fixing a house right. and getting to know each other. Like, who's that friend? <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, person that's coming to help us clean up the house. So I don't even know what you're seeing my messy couch. Come on. Come on in. Right. Welcome. It was a lot. We have an, uh, an older friend, actually the mother of one of our friends. She was coming over to help us. And she was like, y'all crazy. I'm pregnant, running around. And she's like, you all are certifiably insane for even thinking about this but she said it with a laugh and she supported us a lot but it was it was a lot I know self-care and mental health is a big conversation now (laughs) but when you think back to 13 years ago and going through so much change in one time what would you say your your mental state was and your emotional state I was so excited Mm. I was so happy and and purposeful. I remember somebody asking me the night before my wedding. I was at work. I was working. And she said, are you excited? I said, I am purpose-filled. <laughs> Not sure. She was like, huh? But I was so, I think I took very good care of myself at the time. Like, that wasn't my mental state. Like, this is, oh, my God, there's so much going mm. on. What's going to happen? It was just like, what? Yes, knock out that wall. My son, my son is coming. Both of them, right? right. Dorian coming. Dorian, choose your room. Let's go. What you don't you only like chicken wings as meat? I will be cooking chicken <laughs> everyone, I'll be cooking chicken wings for the rest of my life. It was just very mm. purposeful. And I think Claude was definitely in the same in the same headspace. So yeah, I w- it was exciting and fun and I was thrilled and also very like, what's n- okay, what's next? What do we have to do? Hence the no wedding. Right. No big wedding, no big I should wedding, say. Yeah. As you envision. Yeah, and, and I I loved being pregnant. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved every movement, every thought, every both times. I just I loved it. So that was a part of it. Like you're both so pregnant, y'all. I can't having a baby, you know. So <laughs> so that joy and excitement just drove the whole process. Mm, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and with being forty and pregnant, did you ever face any complications in your pregnancy? Yeah. No. Any miscarriages? Mm-hmm. No, no. Wow. Um, for either of my pregnancies. For the second one, we're not even talking about the second one, uh, my little girl Devin. I was 46. Mm. And so for Damani or Devin, nothing. However, there are two things that I want to say. Um, I was very careful with Damani. I ate very well. There was one night I wanted a happy meal, and I called my mother in tears. <laughs> Everybody has a, what did you cry for when you were pregnant? I called my mother, Mommy, I want a happy meal. And she was like, Heather, if you want a happy meal, you go get yourself a happy meal. But so <laughs> I'm telling that story to say how focused I was on mm. health. Devin, not so much. Like, I kind of was like, Damani came out okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can snack. I can have a couple Doritos here and there. Um, but 
with Devin. Now, with Damani, I was ad advanced maternal age, they call it, as you know. With Devin, I was literally off the chart. So they give you a chart of, like, health tips for the pregnant woman. And it was, like, 40 to 42 and then nothing. So it's pretty much like... Oh, wow. You shouldn't even be thinking about it. Um, but got pregnant both times fairly easily. I mean, Devin just took longer. Um, that pregnancy took a longer amount of time. But the actual pregnancy, very little issues. However, because of my age, every little thing that happened to me, they sent me to a specialist. Like, I was like, oh, oh wow. my, my chest hurts. They were like, send her to the cardiologist. Like, every mm. little bitty thing that happened, they sent me to a specialist. And then... For like the last three months, I went to the doctor every, they had me come in every Friday and did the ultrasound, like mm -hmm. check the heart and everything. And so that, I was okay with that. The part of me was like, I'm fine, y'all. Like, I'm fine. But they were just like, we've never seen anything like this. No, you got to come in and, and be checked all the time. Um, I had a hernia with Zamani, but that was, that was kind of um, normal. With Devin, though, and I've, I've told this story before so my friends will know this, I had actually started going through menopause. So at about 45, oh, wow. all the symptoms, cycle stopped, hot flashes, night sweats, and everything. And I was like, I don't like feeling like this. And part of me was like, okay, well, as Claude and I was like, number three, well, I guess number three is not coming, right, the third child. Um, and then for Lent of that year, something said, just you want to feel better? I gave up meat and sugar, which for me is like no sugar. And then I started eating salads every day. And it really was just to feel better. So that was spring. That fall, I got pregnant. And I attribute it to me saying, I just want to feel better. Also, when I got pregnant with Damani, I just happened to be on a health kick. I was drinking green juices. Uh, my friend Saida, I was working out with my friend Saida like every Saturday and we were going to Whole Foods and it was just like, well, let me just feel better. It wasn't specific. And I was going to a chiropractor. And again, it was just about my normal, healthy life, wanting to get it back. But I think both of those two things just made my body like, all right, let's go. Come on, let's, whatever's coming in, we're just going to accept it and turn it into a baby because I was so <laughs> healthy. Wow. But you it, just hit on something, men being menopausal and getting pregnant. Y'all, be careful. Like, <laughs> if you think <laughs> you're going through the change. And, and I'm going to be explicit here because I think women need to hear this. My cycle was sporadic at the time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, hadn't completely stopped. So it was really perimenopause. Okay. Um, but yes. And my mother-in-law, she was sitting here. She was like, uh, be careful. Everybody has a story about a 40-year-old woman from ages ago that yeah. thought maybe they're, they're, they were done and they're not. So you can use it for the good or the bad, like, oh, uh, we need to be careful because it could happen. Right. Or, oh, it could happen. It could still happen. So wow. use this information wisely. <laughs> wisely. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> and it, it's, it, it has me thinking about... When you think about where you are now mm -hmm. in your life, mm -hmm. three children, married, would you recommend this journey to others of waiting until 40 mm -hmm. to start their family, having children and in, well into their 40s? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. what's your recommendations and advice? I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, and that's not to say that it's not working for me or it didn't work for me. It happened this way for me for a reason, and I don't know what that reason is. Mm. 
like my doctors were telling me when I was 30 and 35, if you have someone and you feel good about that person, don't purposely wait if that's what you want. My career, I didn't put everything aside to say, I want this career, so everybody wait. It wasn't waiting, it was just the path, like yeah. the game of life, or like I'm, I'm picturing a Candyland um, board where it's like, oh, well, then we're gonna do this. Oh no, Licorice Falls, we're going back. Okay, right. this, this, it just happened that way. So I would not, I would not tell, here it is, I would not tell any woman that wants to be a mother or a wife to wait just because, mm. just because. And especially now in this world where we can, we've always been able to, able to do whatever we want, but now so many things are possible. That's true. Come on, we're nursing in Congress. We're, oh, yeah. you know, there are rooms where we can do this, and especially post COVID, we can. I'm, I'm at home today because whatever. Um, my life has changed since COVID too with kids. Like, I got to go pick everybody up, and everybody's like, "Got it." We understand. So, especially in the world we live in now, where you really can advance your career or or be vocal about, well, what do you mean I can't have this role because I have kids and I have to leave for soccer practice? Like, I just think, I think we live in a very different world. But even 10 years ago, before all of this, and when I was first, you know, getting into this part of my life, I still would have said, I wouldn't, if it happens for you, yes, but I would not tell anyone to say, I'm, I'm purposely going to wait until I'm 40 years old to have my first child. Well, Heather, that is a <laughs> wonderful way to end mm -hmm. this conversation. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for embodying all that you embody. Thank you. Behind the Confidence Matter podcast with your host Bianca Cotton. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's grow our community, you all. Until next time on the podcast. Remember, we all have a story and a journey of what is behind.